American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. How's it going, Reject Nation? And welcome to our House of the Dragons Season 1 premiere. Review, recap, thoughts, and opinions. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is, I mean, this thing shattered records, and uh, I hope it just gets better from here. I, you know, it would be really satisfying if this show managed to really kind of, uh, you know, pour some gold into the cracks of the way Game of Thrones ended and maybe, you know, turn the overall into something beautiful over time. Anyway, obtuse thoughts aside, if you would like to join us for the reaction highlights to the first episode, those can be found on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealrejects. Or if you want to get the full experience, come along and, uh, you know, join us uh, in real time. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Come on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash therealrejects. Uh, we got full-length watch-alongs over there where you sync up with your own copy uh, to House of the Dragon, as well as various other films and shows with reaction highlights and watch-alongs all bundled up over there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We got a lot of variety at this point, and uh, the library is ever-growing. Uh, and if you'd like to support the channel, consider visiting, visiting our... I'm just so excited uh, for more... <laughs> This is the most unhinged intro, but anyway, yeah, uh, check out our ShopZeroEdition.com store. Maybe if uh, if the show is going well enough, we'll do a, a, some kind of GOT thing. But anyway, uh, that's all the housekeeping for right now. This was uh, quite, like I said, quite a premiere, and uh, we're about to get into our thoughts. Here we go. All right, that was uh, that was heavy. It was heavy. <laughs> heavy, Doc. Great Scott. <laughs> that was that they I, I was like, all right. Set up episode. Let's go. <laughs> Day one. Reintroduction. <laughs> so I was not expecting anything like that violent. Yeah, I wasn't her. I wasn't expecting like the full prologue. <laughs> yeah, and while there's like not it's like a bunch of it's a decent amount more. There's a lot more action than I was expecting for a first episode. Yeah. I mean, from the jousting alone, a lot more violence. In fact, in some ways, there's, there's more violence than there is action. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's not necessarily like an ongoing battle so much as just a lot of people get slaughtered at different points. Yeah. I liked you a lot. I thought it was a really great first episode. Yeah, I, I did it too. Solid. It was very intimate and personal. And, um, yeah, because like when they're starting off with all the political talk, okay, get accustomed, getting acquainted. Here's where we are with Targaryens at this point in time. All right, I got it, I got it, I got it. But it's a real simple story of, again, 
who's going to see it the Iron Throne, but it's not like hopping around like to a bunch of different locations or whatever. It's all focused very much so on King's Landing and over the course of just a couple of days, really. Yeah. And this very um, immediate moment and conflict of who's going to be announced to be heir to the throne. It's a really like simple to latch onto concept. And having the familiarity of Game of Thrones, you get the fun Easter eggs you know, and all the houses and stuff like that. I mean, it's just a part of the world. Uh, but what they built here with the characters, it, it does create this sense of, uh, of fear of, oh, my God, what's this Damon guy going to do? Because I don't know the outcome. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, in terms of who dies i mean obviously they all eventually do but but, uh, but like how deaths are going to occur who to really trust likes what becomes of rhaenyra like uh, as i pronounce her name rhaenyra rhaenyra i, th- I think rhaenyra i know um <laughs> what becomes of rhaenyra in, in terms of the, does she get slaughtered does she die yeah, are they going to fake us out right now killer? because does they she, think that she's going to be the main character? Does she they're gonna kill her next episode? Or does she fake her death and then get away? Yeah. You know, like, how does she escape this situation? Because it it does sort of feel like the rise of the Mad King in the bloodline of Targaryens. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. It feels like that. Like, I don't know what the actual outcome is for... There's a lot to not know. It's like, yeah, okay, we all know what happens in Game of Thrones and that, and that story of... Um, of uh, a song of ice and fire. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, <laughs> this is the first only question. Like, is this a song of fire? No, that's fine. This is fire and blood. This is a prequel. This is fire and blood. Yeah, it's based on the prequel book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like having, I, I, I think the the thing that with a good prequel is that's, a, that's what they have to have you do is while they're talking about things, especially in the ending moment of, Guys, this is important to give it the roots. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to lead to the, the White Walkers will come. Yeah. And you got to worry. We, we first saw the White Walkers. <laughs> yeah, like I, like uh, I, a Targaryen on the throne is the only way to save yeah, you know yeah, everybody yeah. from mass destruction. Yeah. yeah so uh, I, 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 I like, like, yeah. It's, but even without having to tie it into the the future of what we know mm. of what's to come, I, I like these characters quite a bit. You know, like Matt Smith. I think elevates anything he's in. I liked him in Morbius, <laughs> despite the fact that no one seems to really like Morbius. You didn't was, buy the collector's edition DVD. <laughs> he's my favorite doctor we've had so far. I've seen so far. I think you would share the same sentiment. I think yeah. Um, last night in Soho, he's awesome. Yeah. I did not know Damon was going to be a villain, or at least that much of a villain. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't. I had, I just had no idea. His, oh, name, really? his name is Damon, and he's fucking a, a walking heavy metal cover. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there should just my, always be a lightning bolt <laughs> striking behind him. Uh, red. Look at my red dragon. Look at my helmet with yeah. bat wings on it. <laughs> dragon wings on it. Just yeah. always, yeah, a girl strapped to his, <laughs> to, holding on to his leg as he does a wicked guitar solo on Dragonback. Yeah. I mean, this is a Game of Thrones world, so they could do something where you're like, oh, now I really care about this. Well, I saw no, an, a no, hint. He's a protagonist. Of, that's the thing is, is, is at least in the trailer. Yeah, I got the vibe of like, okay, he's gonna be the more cutthroat, the more like vicious character. At least that's the vibe I get. But in this episode, even though he very much lives up to that, there is that moment where they're at the funeral pyre, and when he's talking right. to uh, Rhaenyra, like I actually bought that moment of like, 
got to be here for your dad. Like, you know, this is this is a really tough time he's going through. Yeah. And as conniving as he is, and as much as, you know, I'm sure he's at that moment string pulling or, 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 you know, conniving to some degree, it felt like a real moment. And that moment made me go, okay, I'm anticipating now the moments further on in the t- to the show where, yeah, they make him feel more human. Or like that reversal with Hightower with Otto, uh, where it's like that nothing icky came of that but it's still i feel like the suggestion is that intentional we know that we know of yes and i because feel like part of me was wondering was otto trying to get his daughter pregnant to make her have that i know, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah to take his mind off the tragedy of his family right. by giving him a new opportunity because, for a male heir because Renera's just heir yeah yeah you yeah. know <laughs> yeah so they could and, denounce that mm-hmm. um wow yeah, that's really crazy. So, uh, on IMDb, you got two Rayneros listed. Yeah, is one like a younger? Is there going to be a flashback or something like that? Or do we? Is one the mom? No, it's Emma, right? Yeah, uh, that's a great. What? Yeah, what is? Because <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. Is is in Game of Thrones, and I'm sure anybody who's read the book is probably sitting there going, "It's not that hard." You just gotta commit it to memory. But, <laughs> but like, so many of the names do get similar, and 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 as they would in like a family lineage, where the whole point is to make okay. everybody remember the lineage. So yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Rain- no, it says she's listed. They said two Rain Arrows are listed in ten episodes. We had the IMDb pulled up in front of us. Yeah, for name reference. Um, I don't know. That's bizarre. Maybe she's just credited. You can do a flash forward. Could Did be. Did we just spoil some heavy shit for us of what's going on here? It makes me wonder because, I mean, at least looking at this page, everyone's listed for 10 episodes, and, and that makes me wonder two things. One, you know, like if it's your main cast, oftentimes, even if they're not in an episode, if it's the season yeah, that they're in, they'll get credit, but... This is they a good have the same name and and one is that we've been hanging out with is specifically listed as young so maybe there's going to be a a time jump time, time jump yeah. imminent yeah I don't know if they're trying to throw us off on IMDb because you know that can be a spoiler when you see like oh this character is only listed for four episodes so they're either going to yeah. leave or die and that's one thing that I am very curious about with this show because Game of Thrones I think one of the biggest pieces of the Game of Thrones reputation as a book and as a piece of television was that, yeah, you never know who is safe, who's going to die. It's a cutthroat world that will not give you what is just dramatically satisfying off the bat. And I wonder if this show is going to do that as much. Well, what I really like about this, because with getting a refresher on some history with the Targaryens, Mm. um, you know, like the path that they carved out for themselves with having a premonition and then fleeing, Valeria having Dragonstone then, and then which now they have King's Landing. So having the premonitions or the the foresight or whatever this, I don't, I don't these dreams. I haven't seen um, I, I haven't seen Game of Thrones since it aired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't recall Daenerys having. Did she have like dreams that that became true? I think so. I feel like she there's a dream element. Yes. Her, yeah. yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But but having uh. Sorry, guys. We're, we are we are not the go-to experts. We are your your average audience member. We will have watch all the, the books read by next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but with having uh, 
with having the qualities of, of these characters, I totally forgot what where my train of thought was going. At. Where, where were we at? Uh, we we were trying to figure out if Daenerys had uh, you know, visions that, or dreams. Time uh, travel back uh, conversation. Where were we? Let's see. Different. Is there going to be a Where time jump? Four hours of sleep. John, help my uh, brain out. I, I was doing great up until five <laughs> minutes ago. Help me out. Help me out. Uh, is this going to be the kind of Game of Thrones world where they, you know, like kill a lot Keep of people? Going. Uh, Keep going, John. Targaryen do it. history. You could do it. You could do it. Uh, you Doesn't know, matter. The, I'll think, think of a Dragon different Dragonstone. Now they up. got King's Landing. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, nope. Don't have it. It's okay. <laughs> it'll it'll come back to you. Yeah, but the, the way it intertwines with what may come in the future, and, and that's I don't know, like part of me. Well, oh, what I was saying. Yes. Wait, I I got it. I I forgot how I was gonna take those points and bring it to this point, but I got my point. <laughs> Here we are. Is you know it, when, when watching Game of Thrones, they always made it sound like, well, fucking if they only they didn't have that Mad King, Targaryens would be in power. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have all this uh, terrible loss or the position they're in, right? Like yeah. it always seemed like it was linked to that, which it is. Um, however, you're you're watching here because they've carved this path and they have become dominant and they they they're literally like the fucking rulers <laughs> yeah. of everything, and this is this the start. Of when the shift began began with the Targaryens, mm. of not following tradition, have uh, announcing a, the daughter to be heir yeah. instead, trying to embrace a queen, and you could feel the discomfort in the room with everyone. So I really like this plot setup. It's more interesting to me than let's we'll do a Mad King show. Yes. I, I like I like this setup of oh there was something much more pivotal before that mm. that started the Targaryens down a questionable path, and you know it's like you have. Uh, Damon, who's like, look, brother, they don't, they don't fear us. They don't respect us, really. Like, yeah, I mean, we're not as cool as we should. We ought to be perceived as. They just take advantage of you for their own gain. Yeah, and then you know you have oh, oh there's always a difference of philosophies, but then you have uh, Rhaenyra, who clearly doesn't give a shit about this. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't, wa- doesn't want this, but also doesn't have the station to be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> and Damon craves power. Yeah, um, but he would be. Uh, of a, 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 a tyrant he would of be a leader. A mad king. Yeah, yeah, he would be a mad <laughs> king. And then it seems like when you got people like Otto Hightower who are very friendly and 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 whatever, there you could still see there's perhaps a conniving quality, mm-hmm. you know. And even with the sister who didn't get announced, it's it's like, oh, this is where the plotting against it seems like there was a lot of respect for the Targaryens and their legacy. Yeah. But here is where the, the stabbings in the back and all that yeah. started to occur. And Starts so I'm like, to taint the legacy. That's interesting. Like, I think that's really interesting because it always just sounded to me that once they got to Mad King, that's when all the shit went downhill. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, but there had to be yeah some chain reaction that gets us there. That, yeah. yeah, starts the downward spiral. Yeah, 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 and that yeah that does seem like a, a fascinating place to go. And a, and a way to, I mean, I know it's based on novels, so it's all there. But, you know, just like if you're just a show viewer coming out of Game of Thrones, it's like, oh, it'd be pretty just cool. They could book. do anything. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but this feels like a natural extension of that lore without having to bend over backwards. Like, you know, if you've only seen the show, this feels like a natural part of that story to shine a light on and explore it. And that will then enrich what's coming in the future. And that makes it not feel so like Mickey Mousey when they're like, and eventually, you know, like the, the, from the north, there's going to come you know, yeah. White Walkers and stuff you know like that actually feels a more appropriate than just like eh, game of thrones eh? <laughs> you know in in a setting like this and and with the context that is here yeah and so yeah it's like you are 
you know, 175, 200 years in the past, but it doesn't feel quite so distant as that sounds just when you hear that number. And yeah. uh, I think that's, you know, it still feels like that's the thing coming back to Game of Thrones, coming into a new series. Like I've had my cynicisms just based on how the show, the original run of Game of Thrones ended. But this, at least as an outset, at least as a setting of all the table, it did feel like you mentioned the big production value. Like it really feels like you're there in the world and it feels like they are still very much concerned with the political and the sordid emotional aspects just as much as everything else. Yeah. I, I think it's a great set. Like, it's way more interesting to me than Mad King and, like, Young Daenerys. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've already done Young Daenerys. Uh, but this seems uh, like, because uh, the trailer sort of hint at a potential civil war. And I, and, I lo- and I love, like, not knowing, you know, what's to happen how the fates of these characters unfold. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really, I really like being in that position and I like that. It's just Targaryen focus. I'm sure we'll get the explore the other houses as things progress and stuff. Oh yeah. But there's something that, again, the word that keeps coming to mind is intimate. There's huh. something that feels very intimate. Um, well, about yeah, this journey. I mean, it, 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 they use that sense of intimacy to enhance most everything. And especially like that whole birthing scene is, so horrible because of how intimate it is like you're right there for like the most anguished final moments of this woman's life like it's it's yeah it's really striking the way that they're able to do that to have like the big crazy production spectacle but maintain that focus it makes it all hurt that much more yeah that was truly disturbing that was awful yeah like that was you cut back to the battlefield and you're like i could watch this is fine man smash a dude's face in but yeah like this 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 it's just such a cruel, cold, scary, sad end to that character. Like I felt so bad for her, and I mean, you know, Viserys is a relatively sympathetic character, but even in that moment, you're like, oh my god, like the math, and and like he's the one who's like, guys, my my wife and son just yeah. died. But even in that, in the moment when they're in the birthing room, you can tell those wheels are spinning. Like, but I could save my hair though, <laughs> you know. Well, I think what they did that they painted out really well is. The optics around Viserys is he's not he might be overly compassionate yeah. and an overly sensitive king. And then you have Damon who's too unhinged, right? That's that's the perception. Yet I think we got scenes of both of those characters that don't feel like that's their only note. Yeah. Like you have scenes of Damon where you do see a, a bit of a softer side. You have scenes of Damon where in his quieter moments he looks conflicted about this path that he's on. He's not mustache twirling, you know? Yeah. Uh, like he made a good, like that scene where he's arguing with his brother is really solid. Yeah. And then Viserys, you could feel the 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 ruling hand of a king in that moment. So I, I think that um, the way that the actors have done it, because like when you look at Game of Thrones, you know, I've only seen that pilot one, the first episode one time, but it's like an ugly world. But here's the best family in that <laughs> ugly world. Here's the Starks get yeah. on board, and here's Lannisters. Those are the fucking disgusting They're ones. The evil guys. Yeah, <laughs> but here, you know, you're just you're in the muck of, of what you know is kind of a, a messy, a messy gross world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
in, in like and and that like uh, that coldness to to watching the violence unfold. Like everyone in the crowd's just a reaction channel. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. let's kill him though. You know, do it. Like, it, it's, kill him. Yeah, yeah totally. kill, like, oh, gross. Next. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, that's what we liked back then. And it's funny, I liked, too, the way that they handled both of those sequences with between, yeah, the tournament, but also the, um, you know, when he takes the city guard in and, and he's, I like the way they unfold that because at first you're like, it, it's so immediate that it almost throws you to be like, they're slaughtering these people, it's so cruel. And then you start to realize how they're slaughtering them suggests what their crimes were. And it's just like so gut wrenching in that moment, and 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 yeah, you realize that like it's a thin line between what violence people in this world deem horrific versus what they deem as entertainment, and oftentimes the act is almost the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just, thousand percent. Yeah, it's just about you know, oh well, you know, the king drew us together to celebrate today, so this is great violence, and we love it, and uh, and yeah, like it, uh, it without. Yeah, it's that grayness, like you said. It's it's even the common folk have an aspect of that sort of bloodlust within them that seems to really affect every part of this world. <laughs> yeah, they managed yeah. to make draw something that feels very personal. Uh huh. You know, are they well, trying to hint at Renaria as? I couldn't tell if they were like, okay, they're just different. They're just close friends. You know, with girls, you can they can just be super close friends, mm -hmm. lay on each other's lap. I get that. Oh, but, yeah. but are they also like? But is there a bit of something more here? Because I can't be. I can't tell. It's like, too much. I don't want for a son. Show. I don't want a son. I want to just love my Alice or whatever her name is. Alicent. Al Alicent. Uh, so What's her like name? That, her name yeah. should be on this freaking thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alicent sounds right. Yeah. Alicent Heisauer. There you go. There you go. I don't know. I mean, I could see it. I could imagine it happening. Uh, it's because you know, as much as you know, Game of Thrones is 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 well known, I think, among you know readers and fans for having you know like a pretty good grip on making characters, whatever their gender or background, just real characters. But uh, you know, I don't know if people would be able to handle that in this day and age. In the in the you know, everybody gets freaked out about wokeness and stuff, and it's already like we're arguing about can a queen take the throne if she was a lesbian too, man. I think people would explode. Who knows? But I'm for it. Let's do it. And also, Risa Fons, who I'm so used to playing like sleazy or a villain or just somebody off-putting and unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, was, I was watching him here, and I was like, you know, it's nice to just see him play someone who's a uh, doesn't really have the most power, but yeah. He's like a good guy. He's Seems good. Like he's doing what he can he's in a harsh good, world. He's a good dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But oh no, Risa Fons. Of course, that's why they cast you. Yeah, don't. <laughs> for the creepiness lurking just no. beneath the surface. Damn yeah. it, Risa Fons. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason they There's cast you. There's a reason you. they got you. Because anytime you see you, you're either like sleazy guy. If, you're, if it's just real world, you're just a sleazy guy. Or you know, you know what I'm getting. Yeah, or if it's a heightened world, then you're like an outlandish, amoral, whatever character. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, House of the Dragon, what'd you all think? Leave your thoughts down below. Hey, let's end this with a patron. Mark Leach, my buddy. Um, we talked a little bit. I gotta follow up with you again some more. I don't want to talk too much about what you've been. Uh, Having to deal with as of late, that's your decision. What, what to talk about? So, 
I, I just wanted to say, though, that from everything we've, and I mean this sincerely, from everything that we have discussed um, about personal lives prior to the experiences that you've had recently, you've always displayed being a, an, like a really sympathetic and empathetic, nurturing uh, individual, a sensitive individual too, with a, with a very shining sense of humor as well. So I'm I'm sorry for what you've had to deal with as of late, and I'm hoping that right now you're surrounded by tons of love and support. And as easy as it can be for people to just say, you know, it gets easier with time, it does. And I also wanted to say that the most important, I know I messaged this to you, but the most important thing you can do in situations like this is really just feel your feelings, be honest with yourself, even when you're having a hard time feeling your feelings, even if you just want to escape, you know? So just really, you know, like if you, don't be afraid. Or if you are afraid, just be honest. <laughs> just be be willing to talk with people and reach out. And that the more you do that, the more the easier it gets to get to a place of um, true acceptance to keep moving one step at a time. So I'm gonna message you back right after this. But thank you for being here. And uh, yeah, okay. if anyone can get through it, it's you, buddy. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.